Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Scaling Season podcast. It's been a wide minute. I am your host Jolie Tematio and today we have I have a powerful episode lined up for you all business owner and we are going to talk about those moments in business when we are, you know, when you are on the brink of chewing the towel and you feel like you just want to give up. When I started my personal journey about 5 years ago, I used to think that those moments will stop as I mature, as I grew older in business. And I also used to think that, you know, why the successful business owner didn't have those seasons where, or this moment where they felt like, oh my God, this is too much. I, I won't just, I just don't want, don't want to shop, I don't want, I want to give up. And so as I've been in business for the past five years, two years full time, I've just started to realize, to recognize that those moments are going to be just part of the game. And there are a couple of specific things which I tell myself whenever I'm on the verge of feeling like, oh my God, I'm just, this is too much. I just want to, to move on to something else. And I think sometimes it's really good to remind yourself that you are not alone if you go through those seasons, those those periods where you feel like it feels like it's too much. Like for me, for instance, now we are pivoting in the in the business, and I'm also learning going through a course, uh, going through different trainings to upskill myself. And through that process, um, it's a lot. You know, my day to day is a lot to to, to you know to help compared to my previous workload and I'm also writing a book um, and I've been writing the book for most of the year and I'm just like wrapping things up and so it's just a lot on my plate and sometimes I feel like oh my god I don't I don't have the capacity to handle all of these things and that require my attention my focus at some level you know at some capacity so three things I tell myself in season like this um, the first thing actually that I tell myself is simply I know it might sound cliche is that I've done harder things um, I think reminding yourself that at least for me, reminding myself that I've done harder things really allow me to stay grounded and to remember that um, even though it might seem challenging now, it's what's required to get me to where I want to go. And that just because it's challenging doesn't mean that I have the capacity or doesn't mean that I don't have the, the skill or that I'm not made for it basically because once you whenever you are through, whenever you are going through a tough season you feel like oh my god this is so much I'm not sure if I'm going to the other side of this but reminding yourself of the season maybe last year or a couple of years ago or even last month or a couple of months ago where you gone where you went through challenges as well but that you were able to um to you know overcome those challenges and get better on the other side is a really powerful thing for me to really stay grounded and to just keep going through um the, the process so remembering my past achievement especially those that required tremendous amount of effort resilience relentlessness um can really always give me that boost that confidence boost that i need um to overcome those current difficulty and really you know move forward and Again, it's just a reminder to. It's also a reminder that you have what it takes to move forward, right? And if you think of any successful entrepreneur, that's like widely known, widely known out there. They face their own share of obstacles. You know, it's like they've we've all go through this season where we like the valley of death, where you feel like, oh my god, this is too much. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure to handle this, and then you, you know, you pass through it. So that's the first thing that I tell myself. I've done harder things. I can do this as well. Um, the second thing I tell myself is just to remember why I got started, uh, because typically when we start, um, when we get on the venture. And when you take the time to think through the venture in terms of what we want to create, how much impact we want to have, um, what we want, the legacy that we want to leave behind. Uh, whenever we decide to go head on on a project, it's because we have those things figured out. We have a clear vision and a clear why 
behind why we started basically and so for me reminding myself okay this is why we started this is because the future stuff that you're currently creating is one is aspiring to have this lifestyle it's inspiring it's inspiring to create this much impact in other people's life uh in your own life in your family lives those things also help me to say okay you know what my future self is going to thank me for going for the mission from for doing the hard thing now because that's what's required to get where i want to be it's, uh we won't be able to like the only the only gap between where we are and our goal is time and it's what we do with that time and so of course, if we the only, the only way to to get to go through that gap of time and get on the other side better, stronger, smarter, faster, wiser is to go through hard things. You know, it's like when you're at the gym, the only way to build muscle is to you know lift weight. Um, the only way to you know to get better to have a, a stronger body is to you know to go through some level of pain because that's where that's what makes your muscle grow. And so for me, it's the same thing. I'm like, okay, I'm remember why why did you get started in the first place? Was it just for fun? Were you just interested or were you committed? Because when you're interested, whenever it gets tough, you just want to, you just give up. But when you are committed, it's a non-negotiable. There's no way out. There's no, oh, if it doesn't work out, then I'm doing this other thing. No, it's like, okay, I'm doing this thing and that's, 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 there's no plan B, there's only one plan A. So reminding yourself, okay, this was it. And getting started, I knew that it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be easy, but I chose to do it anyway. So I'm expecting it to be hard and I'm expecting it to, I'm expecting myself, I'm, I'm asking of myself to do things even when circumstances are not perfect, even when I don't feel like doing things necessarily, I just have to shop for myself and do the hard things because that's what's going to get me to that, to that other side, that other version of myself, that's better, that's stronger, that's faster and that's wiser. And so when you think about one example which I which I really love is um, by the founder of ABN uh, of Starbucks, um, Howard Schultz. When in the in the early eighty, when he was building Starbucks and when he was just like a small coffee shop in Seattle, right? He had a vision of creating this amazing place, this worldwide coffee shop where people will. Uh, come and gather to have a coffee and feel like they were at home, right? But when he was faced with countless rejection from potential investor and his business afloat, he will, it would have been easy for him to quit and say like, okay, this dream is too big. Who am I to even, you know, have those aspirations? But he just kept pushing forward, remember what he started and which was to build a community and our, our own coffee and that kept him going. And today Starbucks is, you know, it's, it's one of my favorite places to, to, to go and have a, a snack or a a, a hot drink and it's the case for millions of, of people you know all over the world and what kept him going was that vision that he had that he held strong onto that allowed him to build this global coffee giant that you know that's worldwide and a thousand million of people actually love so the next time you are tempted to throw in the towel remind yourself of your initial vision and the passion that drove you in the first place to actually get started you know and that can really reignite your determination and push you through those tough times that's what i do for myself and i just i just close my eyes i just i'm just like okay let me just picture jolie in 10 years right what type of woman does she be like you know, what, what type of lifestyle she wants to have and what's going to be required of her. And when I see myself, I see that badass woman that's like that CEO, like driving, running multiple businesses and having impacted, you know, thousands of businesses worldwide. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, of course, to become that girl, to become that powerful boss, I need to go through this motion. I need to go through these challenges. I need to get better. I need to upskill myself. I need to, you know, to, to toughen up basically. <laughs> and that's what keeps me going. And so the third thing, 
that I do and that I tell myself whenever those feelings come up is that I just look at the data and I look at what the data is telling me. Okay, what, how have I been using my time? Have I been prioritizing things that bring me joy? Have I been looking at where my frustration comes from and where the feeling of overwhelm, overwhelm comes from? Do I have too, too many things on my calendar that I might not be driving forward for the business? Am I just stuck in the motion of doing the day-to-day without looking at the big picture? Um, what, how, how, have I, how have I been using my time? Because typically when you have the feeling of overwhelm, it can either be because you are taking on projects which are requiring you to stretch and get uncomfortable, but it might also be because you are just doing too much. You are just doing, you are just stuck in the day-to-day and you're doing things that you don't necessarily love and that you don't have any um, interest for and that are not actually even driving forward for the business. And in those cases, it's okay to ask, okay, do I need to should I keep on doing this thing? What can I remove from my calendar so that I can have more space, more clarity to focus on actually what drives the business? Because just because something has to be done doesn't mean that it has to be done by you, right? As a business owner, as the CEO, you have to you have to protect your time, you have to protect your energy, and you have to prioritize what you spend your time doing. And so if you feel overwhelmed, look at data and look at, okay, where have my time been going? What have, been, what have, I, been, what have, I, have I been focusing on? And have those things either drove real impact for the business? What's the, what's the likelihood of them driving any impact for the business, for the business over the next couple of one couple of years can this be outsourced without affecting the outcome and also am i you know is that actually something that i should be focusing on or should i just delegate this thing or you know passing on to some another team member that's really key because sometimes as a business owner we think okay i need to do everything and i no one can do it as much as better as i do i'm the best at doing this thing but the truth is that if you want to grow there are going to come season where you have to remove things off of your plate so that you can actually go and invest that time you can need to, you need to buy back your time so you can actually go back and use the time to further grow the business in a more strategic way it's not just about how many things you're able to you know you know take off your to-do list at the end of this about about how many impactful things how many strategic things you're actually doing with your time so being mindful of that and not looking at, at those at those elements and so my bonus tip here is that it's okay remind yourself that it's okay to pivot but not to quit right so and this is probably one of the most important things that you after analyzing what you've been doing and look at, looking at your results uh sometimes we think okay this business is not working i'm just going to change things and switch completely to the business but maybe you just need to pivot your strategy maybe you need to pivot your target market maybe you need to pivot your your your, your you know the way in which you approach your market and or the way in which you make decision because sometimes if you pivot you are still in the same game you're still in the same lane but you're just doing things differently you're doing things in a way that's more strategic basically right and so when you are at crossroad, instead of quitting outright, ask yourself, is there a way to pivot my business model, uh, adapt to changing circumstances and find your opportunity within your industry? Because the truth is, in, no matter in which market you operate, whether you are selling online or offline, the market is going to become more sophisticated and more saturated. And the competition is going to be, you're going to have more competition as time goes by. So you are going to find that it's harder to get the same result that you used to get easily a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years ago. And at that point, instead of saying, oh my God, this, this has become too hard, I'm going to quit and just do something else and just and try a different industry, ask yourself and says, okay, perfect. What um, is the way that I can pivot my strategy so I can remain competitive, so I can tap into a bigger market share so i can grow my revenue and i can bring more 
value to my uh, client, my, my employee, my team member. That's really key, right? And so one remarkable example of the power of pivoting is like, you know, I had to pivot earlier this year when I uh, I was, you know, for the longest time, you know, I was working primarily at the Dragon. We were working primarily with uh, high ticket uh, coaches, consultants, servicing them with social media ads, helping them scale their business that way. And earlier this year, we had to pivot where we had to expand a little bit our customer base and also tap into high ticket local businesses. So we are servicing high ticket online businesses and high ticket local businesses. And that has been a strategic move because it allowed us to even you know, uh, own onto our skills and own onto that expertise, which is to drive high ticket clients using uh, ads for our for our clients, but doing it both on the online space and on the offline space. And that has been a strategic move. And so instead of and or another example, which which I've heard read recently about was, uh, you know, about Netflix, you know, in the early 20 netflix was primarily uh, a dvd uh, rental type of service where they were like renting dvd by mail and when the when the digital world took off they were like oh my god we are faced with a lot of competition from streaming platform like ulu amazon amazon prime and so instead of throwing the towel and be like okay we're just going to do something completely different they say okay you know what let me make a bold they made a bold pivot and shifted their focus into online streaming right and that allowed them to revolutionize the entertainment industry but also their sales and their revenue making them a global streaming giant that we know today and so i highly invite you whenever you are faced with a challenge and you're feeling overwhelmed you're feeling oh God, this is too much i'm going to quit ask yourself can i pivot and what will be my what will be my next best move and so i highly invite you to read the book the five your five uh best move it's a business book um you can i've actually forgot the name of the author i always forget i remember the book that i, read, uh, I have a hard time remembering the author title but the, the five best move is really good um but I recommend to read and the making of Starbucks. I read two business books that even inspired this podcast and actually what I'm going through personally and at the business level. So there you have it. Three things or actually three and a half things uh, that I tell myself whenever I'm on the break of giving up when I'm, I feel like I, I'm overwhelmed and it's too much. Um, and so I hope those will find those empowering for you to yourself to tell yourself when you're about to quit. So remember, um, You've done harder things in the past. Remember where you started, what was the vision. Look at your calendar and see where your time is going and if you've been prioritizing things that bring you joy while helping scale the business. And finally, it's okay to pivot, not quit. So this mantra can really help you navigate the toughest time and emerge stronger on the other side, right? So remember that any successful businesses, any successful entrepreneur out there, face incredible adversity but refused to give up they just refused they were relentless they were obsessed and that's what made them widely known uh as we know them today basically so thank you for joining today's episode uh of the scaling season podcast if you found this episode valuable please subscribe and share it with a fellow business owner that might benefit from this insight it will mean the world to me and as always keep pushing forward stay resilient and uh, stay relentless i will see you on the next episode take care bye bye <laughs>